If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, May 15th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for new microphones. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for being able to have so much family time this weekend. Ellie was so sweet and adorable this weekend. Mother's Day. Day. She, She had to be. She knew it. Well, Mother's Day, she was a little bit bossy. Uh, but Saturday she was so sweet and we got to hang out with each other for a really long time. And just, she's at the age where we can actually have conversations about things and it's just really cute. It's so magical. I want to revise my grateful thing because I'm grateful for new microphones, but what I'm really grateful for is how excited you got at your new microphone. I did. Because that is, I feel like a, uh, I don't know, what do you call it? A a transformative or a something. It's just, it was just cool that you got excited about that because normally you wouldn't, or in the past you wouldn't. Yeah, I think I got excited. So Jeff has actually had a new microphone for about a week now and he was testing them out for our um, upcoming 1022 Studios project. And I was listening to the show. I was like, wow, your mic sounds really good. And we have previously, we have had fancy AF microphones. And the reason we did is because Jeff has had them, I don't know, 15 years, maybe. My entire career. Yeah. They're like your special mics. Like we've never. Well, they're not in the, in radio, it's one of the more common microphones, Mm -hmm. but at some point in my career, I I came into the studio because in a radio studio, for generally speaking, the morning show does their show. And then at 10 a.m., morning show leaves and there's somebody in there from, you know, 10 to 3. And that person leaves. There's somebody there from 3 to 7. That person leaves. There's somebody there from 7 to midnight. That person leaves. And then there's somebody there from midnight until morning, right? So... At some point, it dawned on me that the microphone that I'm this close to, that my lips often touch, is just sitting there and other people are using it. It's pretty nasty. Interns, co-hosts, just other people. And I noticed it first when, when I mean, I, I, can, I can still see it in my head. The microphones have a screen on the front of them. Mm-hmm. Like a screen that you would have in a window. Yeah. Pulled very tight. And there was food or something Ew. stuck in it. And at that point, I thought to myself, no, 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 no. Nope. I was making pretty good money. I went to our engineers. I asked them how much these microphones cost. They were very expensive. He said, but you can buy them used. So I bought my first and I would carry it around with me. Like a pool shark carries their... <laughs> Pool Q. cue into yeah. different in, in different bars, uh-huh. you know. I would come in in the morning. I would unhook the other microphone. I would hook mine up, and I would use that microphone. And for so, like your whole career, for my whole career. And then at some point, I bought a second one as a backup in case because I'm I, I have backups to everything. So when I could afford it, I had two of them. And then when we started the podcast, we each had one, and I ended up buying backups of those or guest use microphones. Uh, and that was a very long story to say that I've used the same make and model of microphone for my entire career. I was listening to another podcast. I asked them 
what microphones they were using. They told me, I looked them up. They cost like 20% what my microphone yeah. cost. So I said, huh, they sound really good. And so what you're saying is technology has changed in the past 15 years. Yeah. And yes. So here we are with, with new microphones. And I was very excited that you were excited about it. When I hooked it up, you were, you were, you were so, oh, well, look, this look is, at that. this is the first, well, so you sounded good. So I was excited that I was going to sound really good. And I think Ho- it's hopefully, hopefully, and I don't know. It's, it's actually going to be tough to tell because we both still are a little raspy. Yeah. We're both still a little raspy, but I am excited because this is technically my first microphone. Correct. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. This weekend, we spent a lot of family time together. Jeff, I thought you knocked it out of the park for Mother's Day. Really? Yeah. I thought it was so cool. Um, Jeff made me my favorite breakfast, which is like this amazing- Ellie and I made it. We both made it. Sweet potato hash, which is my favorite breakfast. And then we went and got coffee. And then Jeff's like, okay, I have an activity for us. A Mother's Day activity. A Mother's Day activity for us. So we have to, let's get in the car. Let's go. So he doesn't tell me where we're going. And we pull up to Home Depot and I knew exactly what we were about to do. Well, you didn't know all the details. I did not know you all know, the details. You know that we were buying plants for mm-hmm. the backyard, flowers. Yeah, we have been talking about helping Ellie plant some flowers for the backyard. And we had like one or two pots that I took from my parents' garage because their house is more or less a Home Depot. Like when yeah. we need yard equipment, we're like, oh, why would we buy it? Because my parents probably have it. Um, so I had taken and two of those the, from them. They're not pots that they're going to use, right? They, at this point, they're they were just, like in the back of a cabinet. Like they were I, spider condominiums when we took them. They're spider condos. Okay. I doubt my parents even, I mean, I told them that I had them. I don't think they even know which ones I'm talking about, nor do I think they care. Um, but Jeff's idea was to go to Home Depot and pick out a bunch of flowers with Ellie and then paint the pots that they go in and Ellie would paint the pots. Ellie would paint the pots and then we would plant them together. And I thought that was so sweet. And I love that it was a group activity and something fun for Ellie. Um, and it was really cute watching her. She was super into it. I did not realize just for the record, uh, it's 1.75. That's the number of pots that a two and a half year old will paint before she decides she would rather be outside picking up sticks. And 0.25 is the amount that dad will finish. Yes. Jeff finished painting uh, the pot, but it was cute. You did very, he like had Ellie stick her hand in a like thing of paint and put it on, which is adorable. And uh, we, what I did not realize about Home Depot is that people in the Home Depot garden section, quite judgy, I think. Oh, you felt judged? I felt I, really I, judged. I had tunnel vision. I didn't want to look at anybody. I, I, I've never felt more out of place. I felt the same way as I did the first like one or two times I ever walked into Whole Foods. Like, I don't really know what the ingredients mean. I don't understand what the products are really. I don't know. There's like sections that I don't understand. Everybody looks the same. You expect it to be more simple than it is. You expect to go to the dairy case and see milk, whole milk and skim milk. But then they hit you with almond and oat and and you're overwhelmed by it. And then there's low fat, low, you know, whatever, Greek yogurt milk and all this crazy stuff. 
so you walk through the doors with confidence and you, it's immediately shattered, which is what happened to me at the, at the Home Depot so, flower section. Yeah. So we walk into Home Depot to no fault of Home Depot. We no. love Home Depot, but everyone there that was shopping there seems to know what they're doing. Sure. Like these are people that definitely garden like every weekend. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there was a woman there with like her gardening hat on and there was a couple there and gardening out. Like everybody just knows what they're doing. And there was a woman there pushing a cart that had her cart separated by like what pot they were going to go in and they were designed. And I was like, Oh, we have to like design these. Like you don't just like get three of the same flower and put them in a pot. I guess we're like designing things. Yeah. Uh, so that was really intimidating. I, to Home Depot's credit, I think they did a very um, lovely job of trying to help us with like big signs that said, these plants need sun for at least six hours a day. We're like, well, that's not us. Uh, these plants need four to six. We're like, well, maybe we could do that. Um, and here's the shady plants. And here's the shady plants, which is like, those are our people. Yeah. Cause we don't have a lot of sun. Um, I don't, I don't know what they're going to wind up looking like. I hope we can keep them alive. I think they'll be good. I'm, but I'm also a little bit arrogant because of the grass. Which looks great. The, the grass looks great from ground level, but I can see the backyard from the studio windows and, and from 10 feet up looking down on it, it's splotchy. So I'm confident when I'm standing on the patio looking at it, when I'm up here looking down, I think, oh my gosh, are these bald spots ever going to fill in? And my mom does all of her own flowers. So I should have been paying attention at some point in yeah. my childhood about how to like, pick the right flowers and how to plant them and how hers always look great. They're always fresh. If deer eat them, she replants them. Uh, I, I just don't have that. Well, my mom, I don't know anything about it. My mom and dad did the same thing. I think my dad still does. They always had hanging plants on their front porch. Mm-hmm. And then they had a garden in front of the house. And I always remember don't they have flower boxes. Uh-huh. Okay. No, uh, like in the very front on that railing. That may be a new addition. Okay. Um, thinking, but it's possible. And they also have a little garden at the bottom of the porch steps Mm -hmm. next to the sidewalk that would always have marigolds. Uh, I think petunias. Mm Is that right? Is that a flower? Mm -hmm. I think it is. And then along the fence between our house and the Gibsons next door, there would always be morning glories, which grow up through the fence and they're flowering. Mm Mm-hmm. Then in the backyard, my dad would have a garden, potatoes or potatoes, uh, tomatoes, cucumbers, stuff like that. I feel like your dad would be good at that. Yeah. Oh, every year. And then I think, yeah. I, then I think after I moved out, you know, a hundred years ago on the other side of the yard, I think he did a second garden. So there's like two gardens, I think. Yeah. Your dad is very like, he's very like good at projects. Yeah. You know what I mean? And especially if like they're annual projects, like, you know, once a year, like this is the, like the week that like everything in the back garden gets done. Right. And then it blooms at perfect time. And he just, your dad is one of those guys that just like knows stuff. Like, how does he know how to garden? I don't know. Well, he probably, he probably watched his dad. I didn't, I didn't know it was like so much of a dad thing. I don't think my dad could keep a flower alive to 
Well, no, but your mom could. Yeah. Or yeah, he watched could. my, I, the thing is, I just didn't pay enough attention. And I have this weird gardening thing where to me, it's so weird that a month ago I planted grass and now we have 60% of a lawn. That's weird because things shouldn't happen that quickly. The reason I've never planted tomatoes, which I understand are very easy to do, and it's something that we eat, you know, or mm-hmm. cucumbers, is because in my head, planting something now that will deliver fruit within the year is so bizarre. In my head, it takes years to develop a healthy tomato plant. They did have all... Is it, which, which is not true. It takes I have a, I have no concept of any of this to be totally honest. Um, I'm sure hopefully your dad will be listening and, and text us and let us know. Uh, we did see I saw a couple of people buying lemon trees, which I think would be so cool. But like, are we going to get lemons before we move out of this house? No. I don't know. And we did see also a blueberry bush. But I read the box. It's like this bush basically is like self-sustaining, and you don't have to do anything but put it in the ground. And Jeff's like, "Oh, great, let's get that." And then we turn over the back of the thing, and the fine print's like, "You can start eating fruit off this bush in 18 months." And yeah. we were like, "Oh." Mm. But the thing is, that seems like such a far time off. But if we planted it now, then. In 18 months, there would be blueberries. If we're still living here, we would have them. Yeah. If we're not, the person who lives here would have them. Right. Right. When we know where we're living for a little bit, like, I think we should do that. Like, I would love a lemon tree. Are you kidding me? That would be amazing. Um, Also, I have been, because we've been, you know, doing the gardening thing. Now, I have not Googled anything, but you know, tinfoil hat Callie says our phones are always listening to us. I keep getting this ad. Have you ever heard of this thing called Sunday? Yeah. The lawn stuff. Yeah, yeah. That looks super cool. Like I almost dove into that, but I, it's your project. So I didn't want to like step on any toes, but you literally put your address into, I think it's like getsunday.com or something like that. You put your address in there and they send you a formula for your, for your yard specifically, like your coordinates on the earth. I think you can actually send them some of your dirt too. That's amazing. Like you can mail them a baggie of your dirt. They analyze it and then they, they recommend what you use. Well, if we don't get, are you going to do like a second round with our grass? How do we get from 60 to a hundred or are we just gotten given it enough time? I don't know. So I was gonna say, maybe that's an option. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that we did is this weekend is uh, we went to the farmer's market, which we do almost every Saturday, but we took Sadie this time. We did take Sadie. And she... Normally doesn't do excursions like that because she's nervous. She's just a. I wouldn't say. Okay. Lily is anxious. Sadie just, it could go either way. Sadie could have the best day ever, or there could be a tow truck or a bus. Actually, nervous isn't the right word. Sadie just couldn't be bothered. So she's the type of person who would get to the farmer's market, lie down, and then we'd have to carry her home. Because yeah. she's over it. Right. Or she would get a block from the house and then just turn around and start pulling us back in the other direction. Yeah. She'd be like, I'm done. So she doesn't get a lot of neighborhood adventures. She likes the trails and stuff like that, but she doesn't get a lot of neighborhood adventures. We took her to the farmer's market and I, dare I say, she loved it. She loved it. She met some other dogs, which was really cute to see. She met a tiny little King Charles 
cavalier thing. It was so cute. Oh my gosh. And she didn't bark at anybody. She didn't seem to mind the music, which was also like a question mark for me. I'm like, is the music going to be, you know, well, I'm not going to take her over to one of the concerts, one of right. the, you know, Friday night concerts, but these are, the, the, it's, you know, it's four friends from the senior citizens home getting together and singing, you know, bluegrass versions of Elvis Presley songs. And like any good parents uh, doing one thing for one child and not the other, we created Lily, shut her in our bedroom, <laughs> turned the noisemaker on, and then like tried to be very quiet when we closed the door. We didn't want Lily to know that we were going on an adventure. We were taking Sadie without her. Right. Yeah. And I think we accomplished that. Yeah. Also, we are living in this like beach fantasy land, like- we usually go to the beach for Memorial Day week. We are not going this year for the first time in probably like five years. Yeah. I feel like we always go. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm really sad. And my like physical being is like, you're going to the beach in two weeks. And yeah. then my brain is like, no, you're not. And it's really bumming me out. It's tough to schedule anything like that around IVF because the timing of the embryo transfers and all of that stuff is so precise. So you start doing, you know, they don't tell you until a few weeks out. So you don't want to make any plans because you can't negotiate it. You know, it's like, this is the day they can't say it's going to be May 26. And you respond with, Oh man, we're going to be in Amelia Island. Can we do it on the 20th or the 30th? It's not an option. Yeah. Um, so we haven't made any plans, which it turns out it worked out because you're going to be getting the embryo transfer next week, right? Mm-hmm. So, but we do want to go to the beach this summer. We still can't make plans until we know how this, because if this embryo transfer holds, you'll be going into the doctor every three days for the first few weeks, right? Or first I don't couple know. weeks. It'll be coming. And I have to take injections until. Well, the injections like travel down there. They'll, they'll ship it, you know, yeah. the online pharmacy place. We'll, we'll send it to wherever we are. My thing is with the doctor's appointments and w- what I am my, which leads me to what might be an opportunity. A challenge often leads to an opportunity. Here's the question. Is there a marketplace for or do rental home owners allow last minute great deals? Because we can go whenever. You don't have to get neither one Literally, of us. Literally, we can take our podcast studio yeah. anywhere we want to go. Right. So if if we see that there is a, a we if if the week of June 10th, I don't even know what day of the week that is, but if that week is all of a sudden wide open for us, can we call on the 8th or the 7th or 8th and look at the, at the cal- availability calendars and call people up and, and say, hey, we want to rent your place starting on the 10th for one week. Can we get a deal? Because it's not rented. Yeah. Can you give it to us half price? Is that allowed or is that universally frowned upon? Frowned upon because then wouldn't everybody do that? I guess no, because then what if you, most people have to. Yeah. I think you should do that. I think we should see. It'll be like, where are we going and when? We don't know. Do we get a good deal tomorrow? Sure, let's go. Do we get a good deal in a month? Sure, let's go. 
We have a brand new advertiser on the upside starting this week, and we're so excited when we get to talk about products that we have been customers of for years. And this is so, we seriously are so excited. I saw this come in and I was like doing a little like dance party about it because we are partnering with Hatch now. And this is a sound machine. It has like nightlight features too um, that we've been using with Ellie. We registered for it because all of our friends were telling us this is registry must have. And like, we didn't know anything. We're like, okay, yeah, great. Everybody says we need this on it. So we put it on our registry and we've been using it with Ellie for the past two and a half years and we love it. The specific device is called the Hatch Rest and the Hatch Rest Plus. The second gen models of both of those are now out and available to upside listeners at up to a 15% discount. I didn't think they could improve on the original, but they have. Uh, I'll give you my favorite feature is it's the nightlight and the sound machine are controlled by an app. So sometimes when you're running a little bit, I, I, I'm a gentle waker upper. I like to wake Ellie up gently. So I, sometimes if I'm running late in the morning, I can't do my usual routine of going into her room, turning the sound machine off, opening the curtains, and then leaving her alone for a few minutes. But what I can do is remotely access the sound machine in the nightlight, turn the sound down, bring the light up. So she just naturally kind of wakes up to that. And that's, that's probably the feature that I use most often. And I'm really excited because as she gets older, like, and we take her out of her crib and get her into a bigger bed, it has things for older kids too, where you can talk to them about, okay, when the blue light comes on and you can pick any color you want, that's when you can get out of bed. But until then you stay in your bed. So it's a really cool, like part of sleep training, especially if you're transitioning to older kids or they're getting up too early, you can say, Oh, is the blue light on? When the blue light's on, that's when it's time to get up. If you are expecting a little one or you know someone who is, the Hatch Rest second gen and the Hatch Rest Plus second gen both make outstanding gifts that they will thank you for, for babyhood, toddlerhood, and I'm assuming kidhood. We'll know in a couple of years, but uh, it, 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 is, it is really, it is perfect and it's a game changer for toddler and baby sleep. Right now, Hatch is offering our listeners up to 15% off your purchase of a Hatch Rest and free shipping at hatch.co slash upside. So if you're ready for improved sleep for your kids and yourself, go to hatch.co slash upside to get up to 15% off and free shipping. That's hatch.co slash upside. I just made the comment to Callie a week or two ago about how we have so much less garbage in the house. It was really weird. I mean, that's not something you would normally notice, right? But all of a sudden, the can that we put out to the curb that normally is bursting at the seams is only about two-thirds full. And I realize that we are putting a lot of food products in our Lomi instead of into the garbage can that turn them into dirt, which go out into our new lawn in the backyard or into the garden that I hope to start this spring. Lomi allows you to turn food scraps into dirt with the push of a button. It's a countertop electric composter that turns scraps into dirt in less than four So if you are trying to find your way to contribute to making this earth a little bit more sustainable, this is how you can do it. If you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleanup after dinner easier, Lomi is perfect for you. Go to Lomi, L-O-M-I. 
com slash upside and use promo code upside, you'll get $50 off and then you can have less garbage like we have. That's L-O-M-I.com slash upside. Use the promo code upside. You'll get $50 off your Lomi. Food waste is gross on every level. Let Lomi save you a cold trip out to the garbage can starting now. I don't know what happened in the past week, but it has gone from like kind of cool spring weather to um, stifling hot, which means it is so important to remember to hydrate. Liquid IV is the category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the product that you are currently missing in your daily routine, and it is something that you are going to want to have on you in your bag all summer. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. So you take the stick, you put it in your water, so like throw a water bottle in your bag, and you're getting all of that hydration, and it comes in amazing flavor. So they have a new flavor, Seaberry. They have a new favorite, Strawberry Lemonade, which I have tasted and I love. Um, The Lemon Lime, it's also a personal favorite of me, of me, of mine, but they also have Concord Grape, Pina Colada, Watermelon, Strawberry, Passion Fruit. I mean, the list goes on and on. It contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It is made with premium ingredients and it is non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Also very important, Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. Liquid IV partners with leading organizations to help communities protect their water and their futures, and they have donated over 39 million servings in over 50 countries around the world. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. Did you happen to see Taylor Swift yelling at the security guard from stage? during her first night of Philadelphia. No. In Philadelphia. Uh, a security guard was just treating some fans poorly. Um, one of the fans has since spoken out and said that he was just overly aggressive about the barrier. I think they had those bike rack barriers mm-hmm. set up and they were very close to the stage. So the rule for the barriers that he was responsible for enforcing was nobody was allowed to touch them. Yeah. Which is impossible. Right. You know, you could even, according to the people in this section, he was losing it even if you rested your hands on it. But of course, whenever she came over to that side of the stage, everybody in the section loses their mind. So people are going to bump into the barrier. I feel bad already for this guy because he is a rule follower like me. He's just trying to do what he was told to do. Well, he ended up getting escorted out by other security guards. So when people would start jumping up and down and holding on to the barriers, he would stand right in front of them, put his hands up and wave no. so that they couldn't see to force them to stop. And then he would back away, you know, training, trying to train them the way you would train a dog. Yeah. Taylor Swift saw this going on and in the middle of bad blood said, leave her alone. She's not doing anything. And then almost as though. She almost lyrically worked her reprimand into the song. Of course I mean, she, did. she stopped. She didn't stop the music or anything, but she talked over her backing track mm-hmm. and said to him, Leave her alone. Stop. Don't do it. You know? And 
uh, people who are in the area reported that shortly after she did that, security came and got, took him out and replaced him in that section. And then Taylor's people found the girls who set him off yeah. that she was defending and gave them tickets to come back the next night. That's so cool. And so something they would do that happened to us with um, Elton John. Remember Elton John stopped the show. Yeah. Cause uh, at the end of his Vegas show, he has people go up on stage, right? Well, what was happening was he, there were some fans that kind of, I don't want to say rush the stage cause it's not like that, but like he, they we're knew. like going running kind of up to the stage and Elton is super into that. Like he loves fans. He loves, you know, whatever. And, um, so the security guard was like, you know, telling them, you got to go back to your seats. You got to go. And the, Elton John was like, F off dude. Like yeah. whatever. And then right after that, he invited a whole bunch of people on the stage. Well, I think what happened with that one is I think everybody knew if you've been to a couple of those shows, you know, that he's going to invite people up yeah. during that last song. Mm-hmm. And so they were just getting into position and this yeah. security guard and he yelled at, Oh, so I don't know why I find those things so cool, but I, I, I well, it's I, cool for the artist. It stinks for the security guard. Cause that's really embarrassing. I would be mortified. I would quit. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is about Bed Bath & Beyond. Now, everyone is kind of joking that nobody is happier that Bed Bath & Beyond is going out of business than Spirit Halloween because uh, yeah, they always move into stores that have like gone out of business yeah. or whatever. Yep. Um, by the way, Spirit Halloween, kind of a genius business model. Like just pop-ups one time a year. You don't have to pay rent for the whole year. Anyways. Um, but what's actually going to be replacing some of the Bed Bath & Beyonds is- what are, what are you calling it? Bed Bath & Beyond? No, the other Spirit one. Spirit Halloween? Isn't it Spirit of Halloween? Oh, I don't know. I just know that it says Spirit and then I don't Halloween, know. Halloween, but the word of is in there, right? Oh, I have no clue. Oh, okay. Zero clue. Um, but what is actually going into you some- said, You said it and the reason I was staring at you like that is because it didn't sound right but I couldn't figure out why it didn't sound right. Okay, Um, carry on, sorry. So pickleball courts are going to be going into some of the Bed Bath & Beyond locations that are going to be no longer. And apparently they're doing this now. Like malls are looking for ways to get people into malls that wouldn't normally come for shopping. So it used to be, I think that they relied on the big, whatever, four department stores to like get people in, but everyone's online shopping. Yeah. The anchors. Well, they don't have that anymore. So like, how can we get people that want to come to the mall, even if they're not shopping pickleball courts? So they're opening one, um, in Connecticut, in St. Louis, in at a mall in New Jersey. Um, it kind of reminds me like the mall in Syracuse. There's like a, uh, Treehouse zip line course course and stuff like that. So I don't know. Good for them. Whatever works. I feel like they're putting a bandaid on, you know, Well, indoor pickleball courts, I think would be huge. Oh yeah. It's America's fastest growing sport, but I just meant, can you find enough of those things to reinvigorate malls long-term? I don't know. They should embrace the malls that these go into should embrace it. The Panda Express in the food court should have a pickleball special. Sabaro. Yes. There should mm-hmm. be pickleball pizza. They should, the entire mall should just embrace the pickleball thing. Yeah. Your second random thing is uh, if you were out at all yesterday morning, you saw a ton of people out and about going to brunch with mom and, and breakfast and lunch. We certainly saw it when we tried to go to our new favorite coffee spot and the line was out the door. So we were like, hmm, Good for them, but we can't wait today. Yeah. So we're going to go to Starbucks. But the uh, 
The interesting thing about Mother's Day is it's the third busiest day at church after Christmas and Easter. That's funny and interesting because I think my mom's favorite part about Mother's Day was choosing not to go to church because it's such a pain to get us dressed out the door. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. a whole thing. We would always like fight. Somebody's always not ready. Somebody's late. I think it was my mom's dream to not go to church on Mother's Day. Well, she's the mom. She could have made that rule all 52 weeks of the year. That is true. But I think that I did date a guy whose mom's like dream was to have her kids at Mother's Day service because she would go every week. Got it. So it was like a treat to them. So maybe that's why. And your third random thing for today is that for $131,000, you can go above the earth 15 miles. Well, not above the earth, but you can go 15 miles in the sky for a Michelin star meal. So this company, they're calling themselves Space Tourism. They are taking pre-reservation, like they're booking pre-reservation tickets it's a pressurized capsule capsule. They put you in a balloon and put you 15 miles in the sky. And so like twice as high as your plane would go if you were in a plane and you get unlimited wine, a Michelin star dinner, and they're going to be launching this um, by the end of 2024 for $131,000. Why is it a balloon? Um, there's something called a stratospheric balloon that isn't impacted by air pressure. So I guess they have to put you in there to get you up somewhere. Is it tied? Is there a 15 mile rope? I'm shy. I, I guess so. And then somebody just starts pulling you down. Yeah, I guess so. Your dinner is over. Yeah. I don't know. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside. Upside. With Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about the upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing upside community can continue to grow. Just so you know, we have had to stop this recording approximately 15 times so one of us could cough. Yeah. Thanks, Ellie. We're not sick. We're not sick. But it's just, I don't know if it's like. I think it's just the residual. Ellie, Ellie had a cold a month ago. This truly, the, the sick thing is the only thing that has has absolutely come true that people said about parenthood. Mm-hmm. Is, oh, you're never going to sleep again. You know what? Yeah, there's sometimes we're up super early or we have to get up in the middle of the night, but it hasn't been that bad. You know what I mean? We got a mom's on call, baby. Oh, your house is going to be trashed. It's definitely cluttered. It's definitely messy. But it's not that bad. Oh, get ready to be sick until she's four. Yes, that has happened. That has absolutely happened. Hey, guys, it's Lisa. Just now being able to listen to the Blackjack episode and had to pause because you can't make this stuff up. When I was getting ready to go off to college, I was going to go to a Bible college and my parents couldn't afford to pay for that college. And so my grandfather uh, paid for that portion of my college. Only after I graduated did I find out he paid for that Christian Bible college with his winnings from all his gamblings at Circus Circus. Yes. Thank you, Grandpa.
Jeff, I am dying laughing at LL Cool Bean. I'm sitting in traffic right now. I literally just watched a crash happen, and then I get this LL Cool Bean, and I was cracking up. I bet all the people sitting around me are like, wow, that lady's crazy. She witnessed the crash, and she's dying laughing. It was great. Don't stop with the little humor, Jeff. Hey, guys, this is Natalie. I had to call today because I can't be the only one that think that Callie's sick voice sounds like Jennifer Lawrence. Tell me I'm wrong. She totally does. Love you guys. Happy Mother's Day, Callie. Um, I want to tell you a little secret that somebody at the deli counter told me one time when they were out of rotisserie chicken. She said, go back to the back in the chicken aisle, buy yourself a chicken the size you want, put it in a baking pan, put all the seasonings that you like on it, and you, in about an hour, depending on the size of your chicken, will have a bird that is exactly tasting the way that you want to taste. It's cheaper, it lasts longer, and you'll be much happier, and you'll never buy a rotisserie chicken again, and I have not. So hope that's helpful. Enjoy. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. Just calling in about the Bad Bunny song. I don't know his music, and I don't know what the rest of that song says, but in the part you played, he was saying that his aunt asks him if he has lots of girlfriends, and he's saying that over and over again. So no bad words in the clip you played, not at least not that part. And just a little throwback to another podcast from this week or last week. Callie, you mentioned that you don't like black coffee. I'm just going to say that means you haven't had good black coffee because it's out there. All right, y'all. Bye. Hey, you guys. If you need another kid educational Netflix show that um, they will latch on to and learn from, my son started watching Number Blocks when he was like two and a half, and um, he he may already know his math facts at age five. So... Give it a listen. They're kind of catchy, um, short little things, so you kind of have to let it play on Netflix. But anyway, there's another one. Bye. But I have a certain set of skills that allow me to deal with this stuff. And then I realized, with gratitude, optimism is sustainable. If you can find something to be grateful for, then you find something to look forward to, and you carry on.